0: Hey coaches, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I help you sell out your coaching practice through the power of social media. In less than one year, I became a full-time coach with no prior experience, certifications, or a massive following on social media. I'm here to help coaches like you build the business and life of your dreams while blazing a trail and making an impact in the world without making it all so complicated. Whether you are a new, aspiring, or seasoned coach, this is the show for you. Hey coaches, welcome back to the Trailblazers podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how I prepare my business for the new year. I feel like this is such a relevant topic coming into the final month of the year. It's that home stretch period. And I know a lot of you guys are starting to go hard to end the year strong, but also plan and vision cost for the coming year. I thought to share this episode with you guys as a little bonus because I know just how overwhelming the Christmas season can be in and of itself, let alone trying to think about how to set yourself up for the coming year and setting your business up as well so that you can actually relax and not be thinking about your business on the days or the weeks that you're on break. So before I go into all the details on what I do to prep my business, I just want to say first of all. This is just from my own experience based on where I am right now in my business. Some of these things may be relevant to you right now, and if they are, I encourage you to go and apply them or go and implement what you hear and what you think could be helpful for you. But note that I am also, I could also be in a different season and stage in business. So I'm sharing this with you in real time from where my business is at which is currently I've hit the 150k mark um, and I am looking to I guess uh, scale my business a little bit more to to provide a um, a group coaching service um, and I'm weaning off one-on-one so if you guys don't know if you haven't been following my stories I've actually been taking uh not taking I've actually committed to um closing my one-on-one books for the coming year aside from the clients that i already have so there's a few changes i've made and again this is for the season in business i am and for the goals that i have so if you're not sure what you need to do where you're at or if you just need to clarify like should you be doing this um, and what's going to best serve you, especially if your goals are to like make money and maybe you haven't signed a client, like all these little details, make sure you're not just like copy and pasting like someone else's strategy, make sure you're actually getting coaching on yours and what's best suited for you. All right. So some of the things I'm going to share with you, I actually want to say I started in October. So my end of the year wrap up actually begins in October. And you might be like what that is like a whole quarter too early um, but the reason why I do this is because it allows me ample time to uh, celebrate to formally wrap up my year and like track my numbers and whatnot and I'm gonna go into all of that soon but I like to start in October because it also takes the pressure off of having to do like a massive 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 home stretch which I not everyone is like me, but I just prefer to make the last quarter of the year really, really fun. So the mindset that I have coming into the last quarter of the year is, yes, I'm going to push. Yes, I'm going to like keep working hard, but it's not from a place of lack. And it's definitely not from a place of, I don't have enough. I haven't created enough results. And this is why I intentionally like decide that the end of my year is technically in October and everything on that happens after October in the last quarter is a bonus. Um, and it's actually really fun because it's the fun quarter of the year where I can just like do things because I'm having fun and create results. And it just feels like a cherry on top of the sundae or of the ice cream, right? So it's just like, it's equally good, if not even better, but it hasn't been created from a place of hustle or like pushing because I felt guilty for not getting results in the year and all of that drama that people have. I also think that it's really important when you're setting up for the new year to decide in advance what dates you're going to work and rest. Um, And this is something a lot of people don't do or they're really vague about it. So they'll be like, oh, roughly around this time. Guys, the biggest thing that you could do for yourself in this season and for your business as well is to actually decide when you are in office and when you are out and to actually honor that because I find that when we're like mixing our work and play time we aren't able to get the best of either of them we aren't able to fully rest because we're thinking about work And we aren't able to fully give our absolute best energy, our best quality work when we are working because we're half like, I just want to rest. Whereas if you just decide when you're in office and when you're not, you can prepare mentally by being fully switched on and switched off. And that's going to create higher quality work with higher quality results. So it's just really important that going into the holiday season that you're actually really, really intentional about when you're on and when you're off all right this includes like scrolling on instagram on your business account if you use instagram for your marketing and all of your socials are connected to your business don't be on there scrolling and telling yourself you're just socializing because you are still in the setting of business and your brain is gonna want to think about business and it's gonna want to feel scarcity that you're not working because You're on Instagram and there's all these triggers that tell you you have to be working. Like, no, that's just not what you want to do to your brain in this holiday season. And you don't want to damage your business because funnily enough, you can actually damage the work that you've put in and you just don't want to cross those lines. So yeah, make sure you switch your profiles or you just like delete the app on the days you're not on and just enjoy the quality time with your family and friends. Um, okay. And the last thing is prep really hard so that momentum is there for you and the transition into the new year isn't like stop start. It's just it's very seamless. And you know what you're doing. You can like hit the ground running and yeah, and just keep going. Those are the kind of things I wanted to share before I go into all the details. But okay, when I go to prepare my business for the new year, I allow enough time again, hence why I start so early for me to have like milestone celebrations and I've done it like we're just in the start of December so November has passed I have done multiple things for myself that have felt really fun alongside working really hard to prep my vision for next year and to build my assets and and my business up without compromising anything right Um, it's really really hard a lot of coaches struggle with being able to actually like all together just stop and then spend time casting a vision for the next year because you cannot really force vision to happen you can't like you can't just like sit there and be like hey what do i want you can write tangible goals we're very good at that writing goals and being like this is what i want but intangible things like what your soul wants that happens when you have the space when you have stillness and when you have silence that level of like vision comes from your soul and your soul needs space and so if you're like just hustling through this season then you're not going to create that space for you to really truly be aligned with your soul's vision and you might you could even risk entering the new year with these big audacious goals that aren't aligned with what your soul actually wants and that's really really important because when you're just doing things for the sake of doing like, you know, hitting an income goal or getting X amount of clients or making six figures without the right intention or without clarity on why you're doing it and the avenues through which you're going to do it best, then you're going to lead yourself into burnout, into a lot of self-doubt and like, yeah. So it's far better for you to uh, allow the time to actually sit down with yourself to evaluate the year, to celebrate the moments you've had. Like guys, I went to Byron Bay for a week and then I went and had a staycation in the city and did a spa day. And I've been doing a lot of these like little dining experiences and just like treating myself lavishly. And all of it contributes to me wrapping up my year. And I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, that's a lot to do just to wrap up and celebrate yourself. But the truth is, if you've really worked hard in the year, then there are a lot of things worth celebrating that you need to like go back and celebrate again. And I do this intentionally because I know that when I enter the new year, I don't want to be entering the year in the mindset and the identity of Nicole who believes that she's not enough or that she's, she doesn't have enough or that she hasn't accomplished anything. And what often happens is coaches enter the new year or enter new seasons or enter their new goals that they've set from the mindset and the identity of they think they're still a baby coach they still believe that they have nothing to offer you may have worked with clients you may have actually gotten paid as a coach you may have grown so much but you haven't taken the conscious time to like allow it to imprint in your identity and actually change yourself and so you continue building business in a scarce way and then you just self-sabotage (laughs) self-sabotage okay so that's why it's so important that i that you allow the time because you want to celebrate those milestones and allow that identity change to happen in that last quarter so one of the first things i do is i make sure i track my figures and i also draw comparisons to the previous year Obviously, being a year and a half into my business, I don't have like two years worth, but I do have like certain months that align, like, for example, December last year to December this year. This time last year was when I I just put it up on my reels. Um, I literally signed on with my first like private coach and... At that point, I had a dry spell. I had like barely any clients and they were all going to finish and I had no leads in the DM. I had no real process for anything and I was so stuck and I remember going from a group coaching program into uh, yeah, into considering hiring a private coach, but it was a massive financial leap for me and I did take that leap. I got uncomfortable. I did a whole vlog on it. You guys can watch that on my videos as well on my IGTV but it was a whole thing i literally scraped everything i had you guys know my story and i put in the work and i just said i'm gonna give myself an entire year to work on my business and it's so crazy because like we're literally 365 plus a few days extra from when i said that when i literally scraped my savings and put a deposit down didn't know how i was gonna pay the rest of it off i didn't even have money to pay to like petrol in my tank for a week because I had scraped everything and it was a crazy time I just had my biggest leaps and I attribute all of this last year to that moment that decision because it shifted my energy and my belief in myself was proven that I was willing to be called crazy that I was willing to put down like ten thousand dollars on myself right so it really really changed a lot and um And since then, I've invested so much more, like quadruple that amount just in the one year on self-development and whatnot. And it's just crazy how much you can grow in such a short amount of time when you're doing this work. So anyway, I make sure I track my figures, my numbers, how much I've made month to month. I compare them. I draw comparisons on like what's improved, what can be improved. And I just like note any areas that need adjustment to improve efficiency and to improve quality. So, quick side note: I look at, for example, with finances and spending, I look at like how efficient is our spending? Is there are there things in the business that's like not reaping a return that could be improved? For example, maybe I'm outsourcing or I have a contractor in my business, um, and maybe the return on the time like the hours that they spend is not as high so maybe i might invest in training that person a little bit more or improving the process a little bit more so that we create more efficiency maybe we we work on like their skill set on lead nurturing or maybe i look at my content quality and see what's improving or what needs improvement excuse that notification in the background um i totally forgot to turn it off okay yes so um, quality I also compare like just the quality so I like to look at the um, the results that people in my business my program have gotten because obviously we are coaches our job is to help people get transformations and I want to know that my processes are working now the caveat to this is like, if you are a new coach and you don't really have a set process yet that's proven, tested, and you've worked with lots of people applying this process, then it's okay. Like, you probably won't have much to compare to. But what a good benchmark would be and that this is sort of where I am now is because I, I did I'm not teaching the same process that I was this time last year. I don't really have much data to say that the process works with X amount of people having done it and X amount of people getting whatever result, right? So instead, I just look at the people who have like signed on with me at a certain date or time and I look at how long it took for them to get certain results and I'll look at like what helped them create their results, what were helpful resources, what were unhelpful resources and I just sort of like do a clean sweep of the whole thing the whole process and my entire offer as well i'll also debunk like um for example we're using we were using whatsapp as a chat for my smaller group containers but coming into 2022 there's a possibility that we'll likely not be using whatsapp at all because it's just not as scalable and that's the direction that my business is going so um i'm constantly asking myself like where as my Where's the direction of my business going? Where do I want to get it? And is the current structure that I have now going to cater for that growth? So uh, a structure of like 10 people or even just five people in a WhatsApp group works, but scale that to 50, 500, like that's probably not ideal, right? So even though you don't need to be thinking this way, if you're just starting out, you want to be thinking in a similar mindset but in relation to where you are. So asking yourself like, okay, so currently, maybe you use Google Google Drive for your um, worksheets and resources, maybe in the coming year, you can consider how efficient that was, if there were any tech difficulties and whatnot, and just like really factoring that in as well. I'm learning at this stage in business that like everything really really matters something like my so let's say my VA something like her not knowing an answer to a question because I didn't take the time to train her or to brief her on something it eats up time which is technically money because you're paying your contractors to do to do certain hours right so Yeah, again, not applicable if you're if you don't have contractors and I'm not saying you need contractors. um, Just, yeah, again, speak to a coach or DM me and we can work through what you need in your business or what's missing. Um, But it is at least something that you can make a reference to in the future when you get to that point. Okay. so. That's the first one, track my figures and I draw comparisons and I celebrate my milestones. The second part that I want to share is I make sure that when I'm preparing my business for the new year, I take the time to reset my vision. So I touched on this earlier, resetting my vision begins with evaluating my current results, like my current reality, which is essentially looking at the figures and whatnot. Um, But also looking at my personal world and life, because every time I cast a vision, I always make sure that I cover my business goals and my personal life, my health and fitness, my social life. So I make sure I revisit all of that as well. And this is because I teach and build my business holistically in that. My business is not just like a separate part of my life. Like I work a nine to five and, you know, I go into work and I clock out and it has nothing to do with me. No, my business is very integrated into my personal life. And an example would be if I don't exercise and I don't get my health up. And if I don't do my spiritual practices or if I don't pray, it affects my creative my creativity, and that affects the content I create, and that affects the clients I coach, and the results I get them, or the assets I will create in my business that create people results. So like everything's intertwined, and that's purely because I am a coach. And I believe this so deeply for the coaching industry, for all coaches, no matter what your niche is, because of the work that we do. Coaching is a very deeply personal thing, and it really, the way you coach or how you get people results, especially if you're building your own business, coaching business, and you're offering a specific solution and a process to your clients to help them get results, it's really going to come down to you and your um, you taking care of yourself first and you figuring it out for yourself first so that you can better teach it to everybody. Um. So yeah, I get really present with my current reality and then I do the work. I go to work on getting really present on next year's goals. So I work on building intangible and tangible goals, again, for all of those aspects in my life, my fitness, my personal world, my relationships, my business. And within my business, I actually break it down into categories. I break it down into my um, marketing goals, um, my... Uh, where do I see myself in terms of like the industry? Like how do I want to position those kind of goals? I look at client fulfillment. What are some goals that I have there? Maybe it's to improve customer support. Um, I also look at uh, what else? Um, Sales, like goals for how many consults I want to do, how many clients, the conversion rates. And yeah, just every aspect of my business that I can think of. Um, and because in my programs, I teach my students like how to build a business model, a coaching bi- online coaching business model that's scalable and very lean. Um, uh, they're they're aware of if you're in my program of how to check in on what and when to check in on what. So, yeah, that's something that's really important. But if you don't have that kind of structure, just like think front of house goals, back of house goals, like admin team, all of that stuff. Um I also want to say I did release an episode recently about outcome-oriented goals versus action-oriented goals. I think that's what it was called. Definitely have a listen to that because I talk about the difference between tangible and intangible goals and how to set yourself up for success when you goal set. Because sometimes the goals we set actually don't set us up for success. Um, and so definitely have a listen to that one, too, so you can get a better idea of what I mean when I say getting present with next year's goals. I also, when I reset my vision, like to create a rough timeline for bigger projects. So a good example would be in 2022, I have a few partnership collaboration projects with other coaching um with other coaches and coaching communities slash organizations so these are obviously projects that will take more time to build and so I create a timeline for when things need to happen so that I'm aware of when I take on certain tasks inside of my business I'm aware of when I need to start working on something um, so that nothing is a surprise and I also set limits because for example if I am capped for next year's first quarter in terms of projects that i can do in collaborations then i know just not to take on any more and to look at preparing for the next quarter i also don't like to plan quarters in details because i believe in the work of coaching we are always taking massive leaps at a time and what can happen in one quarter could completely change everything um, and throw your entire plan out the window so quarter at a time is always ideal Um, and yeah I like to do some visualization and actually like sit there and think and imagine the ideal day that I want to be living next year maybe I have more time to rest maybe there's more creative space maybe I've started you know on a different platform whatever it is I also factor that in The last thing that I will share with you that I do to prepare my business for the new year is I close the gap. So closing the gap is a concept that I teach my students in in that it's basically this, like when you say you want to, let's say, buy a house, that's your big goal, what you want to do is first of all create intentional beliefs that are going to help you make that feel Help you make, I don't know if that sentence even makes sense. Help you make that goal feel inevitable. Yes, I said that right. So what are some intentional thoughts and beliefs that you need to have about being able to buy a house this time next year? So one might be, instead of thinking, oh, that's such a big goal, that's impossible. An intentional thought or belief is, I will get there. And it will be, it will happen sooner than I think. If that thought like creates this feeling in your body of certainty and this response of hope and you feel invigorated by that thought and your soul feels lit up by that thought, then that's the thought that's going to work for you. So you want to find intentional thoughts and beliefs that are going to help you close that gap. And the second part to that is actually like doing something today that closes the gap. And so a good example I like to use for some of my students is if they want to buy a house, they create the bank account and they deposit like $2 or $10 in it every week. Right? Whatever is going to help them feel like they're contributing to that vision tangibly, I get them to do that. And, and this is something that you can do weekly or monthly, but it's that intention of like already buying the outfit you're going to wear when you enter into the house. Or if you imagine yourself being a six-figure coach, like maybe you've printed out the hotel you're going to stay in to celebrate, and then maybe you even book the hotel already, right? Like, so go crazy on that. I think that's the most fun part of the whole end of the year wrap-up process that I have. And I'm... I'm just so stoked because I think just by releasing this episode, I know I'm going to release so much belief in you guys to aim high. And I think that's what this is all about. So I want to wrap up with that thought, right? Because that's what this is about. Like preparing your business for the new year is not about beating yourself up for the things you didn't accomplish or the things that or being intimidated by the things that you want to accomplish. Because in that, it's a lose-lose. You're always gonna feel scarce, intimidated, and small. And the point of this whole process that I have for wrapping up my year is to help you slow it down and to actually take it from a whole different angle, from an angle of hope and enjoyment and gratitude and abundance and soul-filling work. That's what building your business should feel like. And even if this podcast is all you needed just to feel hope again for your business this season is all about that it's all about hope love and joy and I want you to experience that in your business as well because if you get into the habit of like hustling to the end of the year and then Pushing because it's the start of the new year, you need to take advantage of the sales and all of that, like, and getting as many clients just for the sake of it, but you are not in your abundance, you are not in your belief, and you're not in hope and love and joy for your business, I guarantee you, you're gonna fall out of love, hope and joy for your business a lot sooner than you anticipated, so I want you guys to last, that's what trailblazers do, you guys are lost, and you lead the way for people, so Take care of yourselves first, and then take care of your business, and let it be so much fun. Okay, guys, I'll catch you in the next episode. If this challenged you, encouraged you, or inspired you in any way, share it with me. I'd love to hear what you got out of this episode and support you in applying it directly to your business. If you'd like to learn more about what I do as a business mentor, follow me on Instagram and click the link in my bio to sign up for the free masterclass. That's right, totally free. I've put this together for you. It's a 60-minute training jam-packed with everything you need to know about my story and how to start up, stand out, and sell out your coaching through social media, even if you are a brand new coach. Thanks for tuning in this week. I'll catch you in the next episode.